Greetings. This is James Gunn with As You Wish Talk Radio, also simulcasting on ESETI Stargate on God knows how many affiliates out there. Um, we also are with iHeart and all these different, It's I think there's over 100 affiliates now. But uh, uh, but anyway, thanks to everybody for picking up our show and uh, keeping things going. I think it's in probably over 100 countries as well. But uh, anyway, there's so much going on right now. I don't even know where to start. I mean, everybody has a piece of the pie or piece of the puzzle. And I'm trying to get everybody's piece, pieces of the puzzle and put them together so we can figure out what's going on here. Because uh, it's getting crazy, not just in ufology, but everywhere. Every faction of life right now is going nuts. So uh, without any further ado, I'm going to bring um, to- Tony Rodriguez. And he's a 20-year tour experiencer. He's the author of... Uh, of the autobiography series Colony Cavalier and co-creator of the Talks with Tony, a Patreon group focused on disclosure and consciousness expansion. And he hosts support groups and has created a course for others who suspect they may have been involved in similar programs and processes. So without any further ado, I want to bring Tony on. Tony, are you with us? I'm here. James, hi. I'm uh, I'm honored to be here. Uh, you're, yeah. You've done a lot of great work, and you're a great name in ufology, and everybody who's anybody's heard of you. So thank you. I'm honored yeah. to be here. Somebody told me that um, when I first started out, they told me that uh, everybody either totally loved me or hated me, <laughs> and, I, and I went, I went, what? You know, I was really naive, you know, and I didn't. Mm. I, I go, I don't understand. I'm just telling my story from my experience, you know, my near death experiences and things like that. And how it ties into the multidimensional aspect of ufology. And and I didn't realize what a storm that would create, you know, just by by bringing in the higher dimensional stuff. And that was in the early 80s. But uh, it's as true today as it was yesterday. Either people love me or hate me. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. You know, it's like it doesn't matter. That's that's their program, you know. But uh, I'm sure you're experiencing a lot of the same stuff out there. And a bit of the same. That's right. And you know, in my show, so in Talks with Tony, you mentioned my show, we really, there was a time in the in the conceptual stage that we really reached out. I wanted a skeptic. Yeah. I wanted to bring somebody on and skip, because my if you my book, my story is very hard to swallow for people that are un, unaware of a lot of other things. So to the normal person off the street, it's, it's a yeah. lot, man. Yeah. And so I understand that. And it would be weird if people just listened to it one time and believed it all. It would totally be weird. And so I'm I'm willing to have a back and forth and finding a skeptic has been impossible a good one because yeah. they either they either want to lay down and and believe you right out of the gate because they're not really skeptical in the first place or they just want to fight and curse at you and they there's not an intelligent you know what I mean right they just hate you like I've got there's a couple yeah. YouTube channels developed you know <laughs> I'm not going to say it but the F Tony Rodriguez there's a YouTube channel yeah. Yeah. And so there's a lot of hate out there. And I think that it's their own thing. I, early on, when I talked about what I went through, and I went through some horrible things. So my my story is not one of love and light. I was I went through yeah. mil- military programs, and I was not great. You know, it wasn't a great experience. But a lot of people are like, uh, I told my sister, my older sister, when I, when I told her, and she said, why didn't they take me? And I said, you, you're the lucky, you're so lucky they didn't take you. This is a, not a blessing, but <laughs> yeah, people yeah. want ETs in their life. You know, it's just a natural thing. People, your soul is aware of what the, the universe really is at a core level. And people want contact with ETs. 
and they a lot of people to their own detriment to they you know they'll they'll sign the they'll sign their life away to to, for that the opportunity and so a lot of people are like why'd they take you why do they talk to you not me and there's a lot of and that fuels a lot of hatred i believe in the in the community yeah yeah well, just tell them they're they're looking for intelligent life. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's a difference. <laughs> it takes care of that argument right there. You know? But uh, you know, it, it's interesting because this field of ufology, I've, I, there's so many levels to it, and you know, there's the nuts and bolters, and and then there's it's everything's German, you know, and yeah. then there everything is time travel, you know, everything is grace coming from the past to the, you know are coming from the future to help out the past or whatever and clean up their mess. And then, and then everything's good, you know, and everything's bad, you know, and there's, and everything's demonic. And there's so many, there's so many uh, things happening. And I tell people, you know, this is an all, all the above question. It's, it's not just one thing or the other. There's so many levels and dimensions to what's happening that, uh, there's no way we can wrap our heads around all of it. And we all have a piece of the pie and we all have to bring those pieces together to have a, a greater understanding of it. And, and just because your piece covers a different part of that pie, it doesn't mean it's wrong or right or anything else. You know, it's like, uh, it's not important. As anybody knows, they've done a wonderful job at programming uh, the public, the society, the masses oh God, yeah. in general, they've done a wonderful job of programming them to have automatic response to the subject matter and one thing that i found in my testimony that differs from a lot of other people's is that you know they always portray space as very far away so even in star wars it's a long trip from a to b and it's only in the galaxy and then even in there's star trek i mean i'm throwing names out there but you know what i mean when you look in the sci-fi when they portray space it's very far and the reality that i was involved in was that trillions of worlds are accessible almost instantly that space travel was an instantaneous thing we went to other star systems and back in the same day and that and that is why to ufologists somebody researching it or like you said it's all good it's all bad because we don't see the size of the of the tapestry of the universe we don't think that way that really there are yes are there bad ets interacting with us absolutely are there benevolent ets yes are there ETs that are kind of on our technological level or slightly ahead? Yes. Are there ETs that are on an etheric spiritual that are highly advanced? Yes. All of the above. We are being interacted with. That's like I've get I've worked with people since I've gone public and people, you know, mm-hmm. contact me with questions and they just want to talk. I do consults them. I started to try to like make sense of the information because I look for common denominators. Nobody really has the exact same experience. Yeah. And what I found was I grouped them into groups, three, three categories so that I could immediately kind of make a shortcut and figure out if, if who I'm dealing with is being genuine or not. And yeah. it, there's a few things. There's a human, human space program group one category one is human led space program. So what we've got, like you said, everything's German, you know, the U S the, the solar warden, the international fleet, yeah. basically based by human ran by humans. The second one was kind of a negative, the Orion group, the nearby group, which is a, you know, a collage of many worlds, but they're yeah. kind of don't have a lot of respect for us as a species. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> they really, they, re- they, re- they re- regard us as a more of a resource the same way that we would do farm animals. So that's uh-huh. kind of the, the mentality. So that's the second group. And to people that have a contact with them typically have very negative things happen. Yeah. 
And then the third category was everybody else because I found out that very, very vast, very, very different reasons people are being taken and by radically different technologies. So if you're just a researcher and you go, well, what happened? What do you tell me what you remember? And they go, well, I was a ship and then I was taken. And then somebody else goes, well, no, the ship came into my living room and I was still in my living room, but I could see inside the ship and they were in standing there talking to me. Tell, yeah, and yeah. I could see them in theory, you know, like you're, we're talking about two different levels of technology at this point. One, one has a car and one has a time, you know, a TARDIS, right? Yeah, so yeah, exactly. And, and that's really the reality of what's going on. And that's the reality of the cosmos is that once we get up there, if there's, if there's a disclosure, which I'm hoping we get soon, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and we join the community, galactic community. That's the kind of challenges that you know that we deal with traveling traveling through the cosmos. Is that you may you may find somebody on a kindergarten level. You might find somebody on a on a multi doctorate level of consciousness up there. Yeah, and I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to squeeze a lot in right so quick, but I, I and I find that differs that differs in my testimony that space is accessible, that other galaxies are instantly accessible. And back again, but yeah. a lot of other people aren't really saying that. And I, um, I just want to make that known. I just want to make that known that the rea- space travel in reality is an instantaneous thing. Yeah, definitely. The uh, I was talking to um, some people. Some uh, oh god, what's his name? Captain something. I, I'm brain farting right now. He's he came up here. Majors are God. What was that guy? He was one of the first guys to talk about Randy. Randy Kramer. Randy yeah. Kramer. Captain K. I, yeah, okay. I don't know why I'm listening at, missing him, but the uh, I was talking to him in the very beginning when he first came out and everything, and so I was asking him questions that I already knew the answers to, and mm-hmm. and and he validated everything, you know. And I said, so I said, you know, we've been going back to the moon and Mars since the '60s, you know, and uh, uh, and and that even before that, we where Japan and and uh, Germany were doing some things, you know, that that weren't as advanced, but. I, I said, and, and we weren't using rockets, you know, we weren't using rocket fuel either. And he goes, yeah, he goes, yeah, I, I know for sure, you know, the mid, mid sixties, he said, we've been going back and forth and, and, you know, a lot of stuff that I was told. And, and so when I run that by the, the people that were actually in the field, that around, you know, they validate all that stuff. And I, I said, so, you know, first of all, what are the odds of, you know, a lot of times you would ask, you know, like we've been there a long time. You don't give them a number or anything. And then they give you the exact number or within a year or two of, of what you're talking about. So, you know, this is um, the information is coming from so many different sources. And I always look for the verifiable stuff or the stuff that, that kind of validates each other. I, in the beginning when I got, so I had a memory. I don't know if people listening are unfamiliar with my story. I'm just going to assume that yeah. If you are curious, you can check out the book. That's really covers yeah. everything. But in the beginning, I had a mem- they deleted my memories. They erased, put a block there. I, you know, they weren't deleted; they were blocked. Yeah. And I got an MRI of scan on my head. I had headaches for a while in uh, 2015, and a couple weeks later, the memories came back and mm-hmm. big chunks of memory. So I didn't want it to be true. I, you right? So I was I was a little <laughs> freaked out, and I yeah, I'll bet. The problem, so I started looking for validation in the way, in both, in either direction, either proving yeah. that what I remember was wrong or proving uh-huh. that I, what I remember was right. And what happened was everything that I remember, not everything, but many things, and they still do, still to this day, I'm getting validated on things that, you know, and it's kind of a shame because, like I said, it was a very, I went through a very darker program. I, I saw some dark things. Yeah. And was treated very badly 
So I, you know, I could only, the best I could do is just witness that, witness it and make it known so that Mm -hmm. there's a reference point of how bad it can be up there, you know, with, with the, and I was in a human based space program, you know, let's, Uh Well, the, I, I was telling people, you know, a lot of people were trying to get me to, you know, go after this person, go after that. There's all that in-house fighting and everything else. And I said, you know, a lot of the secret space guys that had, I said, they had to deal with such trauma, you know, and probably a lot of stuff they don't want, they don't want to remember. And it's flashing up in their, in their, and, and thing, you know, they, they would see like reptilians eat kids, you know, and things like that. And I said, so, I mean, considering that amount of trauma that you're dealing with and you're trying to bring forward this information, I go, cut them some slack, man. You know, I said, they're doing the best they can to bring these memories forward. And, and when everybody shares and comes together, we're going to find out all this stuff is going on, was going on. And, and they're doing us a great service to shining light on this and letting us know that this has been going on and we need to put an end to it. You know, we need to not get involved in this part of the program if we can, you know. Right. Uh, so, I, I, as I said earlier, I've dealt with a lot of people and, and I'm upwards of 2,000, 3,000 coming up on 3,000 people that I've worked with that have had similar, they contact me yeah. and say, man, I saw your interview and I feel like I went through the same kind of thing. Oh yeah. We, can we talk? And we do emails back and forth or phone calls. And I always ask, I talk to Randy Kramer privately and a lot uh, of the other whistleblowers, you know, I've yeah. done phone calls and we just kind of shoot the breeze. And I usually ask people, so what is your, what do you think? I, what's your percentage of what you remember? Like how much do you remember? And a lot, most guys are, you know, I don't know, maybe 40, 50%. Not uh, a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a yeah. great, that means there's a great deal that's missing. I'd like to think that I'm at 70, 75%, maybe even yeah. 80. I don't know. I remember quite a bit more than most, but what I found is that people that have a very little amount still have very, very tangible, very detailed memory that five percent that they remember is very good because they're usually very profound experiences that would happen to them that's what you you don't you know there are moments that you don't forget that you can't they just can't take from you because they're you're they're huge and pending moments and you're right about the trauma a lot of people don't i i always and i work with people i say look while you were up there you didn't really remember you down here so we're talking about two different people yeah really you know in me that my they called me my nickname up there was jerry my name's Tony down here. So I go by, I, when I talk about that, I say, we're talking about Jerry. So that uh, Jerry was a different guy than yeah. me and had different, different habits and a different, he had a different rule set of life. Yeah. And um, that person needs to be respected as well. So what I found is the person that they were in the program needs to have respect because that person may not have chosen to want to remember. They have things that they don't, there's a lot of people that did things that they normally wouldn't do. Right. Well, it wasn't optional. The, I mean, it, nothing was from the very beginning. It doesn't seem like it's it's, you know, you're not really given full disclosure of what you're going to be involved with. And you're going, hey, you get to go in space. All right, let's do it. You know, yeah. Yes. And, and then and, all of a sudden you go, wow, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> you know, it's, this. it's hard labor yeah, yeah. Or, or combat or worse, yeah. you know, just yeah. things that <clears throat> things that are very tra- traumatizing. And that person may not want to remember. And in fact, I knew people I remember conversations with people up there that said, I have no intention of remembering anything. I wanted to remember. I, I do. I do know that when I was on the series colony, I wanted to remember that I, at the, my last days there, I was, I, I was crushed 
that I, I knowingly was going to get my memories blank. I was going to be put back and, and have my memories blanked. And I knew that, and I was absolutely crushed by it. And I wanted to remember, um, because I think the whole world should know. Really, I think that um, you know they're getting they're getting one over. The, the elites get one over. They have all this this hardware or these infrastructure, and they're it's keeping it to themselves. And it's really nothing more than a than um, hoarding, like a greed thing. Yeah, yeah. And I think that mankind needs to know these are things we need to know what the real nature of our reality is that we live in. And no, I think I, it's I very agree. important. I, yeah. I said when I see you know soldiers missing arms and legs, and then you see the kids in the cancer wards, and and they just letting them die, and they're using barbaric things we know don't work, and just to you, perpetuate yeah, you, their lie. Yeah, exactly. You see all that, and, you know, in the same thing, you know, we send people up on these giant firecrackers, and they blow up, and and then everybody goes, oh, and they're you know sad and everything. Well, they didn't need a rocket to get them up there in the first place. It never would have blown up. If, you know, if they had this, this uh, allowed this other technology to come out. And, and so there's all, all these levels of what's going on. And we we're so lied to on, on every aspect of life right now down here. It's, it's, I was just writing another article on that. And I said, you know, people are going to come unglued here pretty soon because everything is going to come up and they're going to see white hats were actually dark hats and dark hats are going to come out and be white hats and and uh, their whole belief system was based on on false information and and their whole religious program of god and you know, everything is going to get turned upside down and it's happening very quickly and some people aren't dealing with it very well you know not at all a lot of people are still kind of common sense has revealed that the powers that be have been lying to us. I mean, really, if you're just paying attention, you know that yeah. they've had to, you know, like like the kid in class that started lying to everybody, and then they have to keep the first. It's a big, it's a lie to make people like them, but then yeah. by the end of the school year, they're telling the ten lies a day to maintain the lies that they told mm-hmm. yesterday, and that's kind of what the elites are at right now. They're lying at us. They're lying so much to cover up their big their lies before. That most people, even people that don't believe in you, you know, UFO, don't subscribe to anything other than the normal life. They're starting to see the the truth. You know what I mean? Yeah. The time, time is the ultimate. Uh, Test. You know, yeah. uh, what do you call it? Lie detector. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Time is the is the unfallible lie detector because lies won't last and the truth will come out. You know, and that's kind of where we're at. We're kind of it's coming to a head, right? Yeah. These days. I tell people truth doesn't need defending. They'll stand on its own. Just be patient, you know, and, and those that are thrown out the garbage, you know, are, are going to, you know, they're going to establish their own character and their own spiritual adeptness by their actions, you know, just sit back and watch, you know, and, and a lot of times you don't have to do anything. You can watch them just, you know, take themselves out. <laughs> and we're seeing that on every level in the medical, we're seeing it in the politics, we're seeing it uh, every level. We're seeing them just take themselves out and their, their lies aren't, aren't working anymore and uh i uh when i first went public uh it was in 2016 with my story and i just didn't want to i really just didn't want to take it to the grave i had no no intention of ending up where i am today yeah and uh, when i first went public i got a lot of scrutiny and i got scrutiny from people within the community as well and i thought okay and then some people came out there were articles that came out that said um what was it that uh it was uh, screen screen memories that yeah, you know, yeah. Sc- I got screen and I thought okay I mean I'll entertain that you know yeah. like I have to I have to be 
You know what I mean? I'm, I can't be up at arms at every little thing that new thing is presented. I have to entertain the fact, what if they are screen memories? Why? How? And I started kind of breaking it down and like, because if it is, then I, then I need to attack my own life at it from a different direction. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, time, like I said, time has been the lie detector. So over time, I thought, and I, back then I thought, well, I'm just going to keep talking about it. And in many interviews, I thought maybe they are. And I even publicly said, maybe they are screen memories. I, who knows? All I know is something happened. So, and that's yeah. worth talking about too. Why would they put 20 years of memories in somebody's head to talk about <laughs> 35 years after the fact, you know, after 1980, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, but like I said, as time, even in 2020, I had some really, really uh, good supportive evidence from the NASA scan of the series. Uh, planetoid yeah. where i was on and it checked the things that i said in 2015 checked out from the dawn probe that they re- nasa released in 2020 about salt deposits and uh like i said time has has been the lie detector for me so i would never i would never dare to come on your show if i didn't have evidence you know what i mean i didn't have things that supported yeah. my story because it's it's been detrimental to my personal life too you know what i mean like i get I'm, i've been uninvited to christmas many christmas parties <laughs> because people have discovered my YouTubes, you know, family members, yeah. and they don't they yeah. don't subscribe. So I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. With me, right? Good. You know what I mean, right? I'm 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 totally uninvited in the whole UFO community right now, but uh, that's okay. I'm fine with that. Wait, you know, what? What am I doing here? No, it's kidding. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, well, it's kind of funny because uh, you know our message here is just it gets out to a massive group and. And what happened is I kept getting shut down because it is a controlled narrative, the whole UFO mm-hmm. thing, basically. And you guys are breaking the narrative and busting out and bringing out the real information. But it, it was such a controlled narrative back in the 80s. I just kept chip, just kept hitting that wall over and over again. And finally, I go, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm done with this community. I'm going to start my own thing, get my own radio show, have my own conferences. And I'm going to bring heart-centered people that are high level of integrity that are bringing out the information. And, and, and that's where, and so it's just flourished like crazy. And, you know, you're saying, you know, I was saying you wouldn't be on the show if I didn't feel good about you. You know, if I didn't feel you had a, your heart was in the right place and you're bringing a good and information would help people. I don't even have people on my show that are, you know, and I've had people on my show in the past that started out really good and they're real positive and everything. And now they've gone off somewhere else i don't you know yeah, i mean oh you got to look at somebody you, this information extraordinary extraordinary claims require extraordinary proof yeah. or support and yeah. time is the is the is the really the key that's the only thing that's going to be infallible is what happens over time with somebody's story when you look at people you know you got people with that have been around a long time like you said like yourself and many others that mm-hmm. time is there it turns out that some people from early nineties, like their, their story got disintegrated. And some people from the nineties, their story now these days has been supported and yeah, actually magnet, exactly. you know what I mean? St- yeah. Put a stamp on it. So time, you know, the truth will come out. Like I always say, I'm happy. I wrote the book because a lot of, I've done over 200 some interviews on YouTube for other people's shows and more yeah. than half of them are gone. Have been, they, right. there we was a real a, scrubbing. A I'll send you a t-shirt and it says, uh, it goes, E SETI. It says 36 years of I told you so, and it has a UFO on it. <laughs> you know, so, so now, I mean, I was talking about all this multidimensional stuff and all the different beings and all this stuff back in the 80s, in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. And and now it's all coming out and it's fine, it's kind of acceptable now, you know, to talk about 
who's who, you know, and, and the dark side too. I was talking about that side and the Illuminati and their plans, all this stuff was early eighties. And now it's all here. It's, it's in our face. You know, I think a lot of their control, I think they had a lot of infighting at some point, 2012 to 2015. Yeah. I think a lot of their control infrastructure got destroyed or, or disabled during that time. And people like me come forward and they didn't, they didn't put, they didn't put out the spark before it lit up. You know what I mean? Before. So, because in the very, I was terrified when I first went in front of a camera and I was Dr. Sala did my first one in uh, interview. And I said, what's going to happen? Am I in danger with this? And he said, really talking about it publicly. Once it, once it gets out, it's too late for them to do anything to you. It's a danger. will you know, you'll be, it's actually safe to speak yeah. out about it. But back when you were doing it, that wasn't necessarily the case. You know, I could, I could tell you some stories. I've had bullets whizz by my head, my live necks taken off my truck, my brain oh, was wow. cut and, and uh, warned and threatened and everything else. But I've always had protection. You know, it's weird. I've, I'm sitting out there and all of a sudden my head just moves for no reason. And I, and I hear this go by and I go, whoa, what was that? You know, time to go in and you hear something hit the wall behind me, you know, and uh, things like that. But I've always had protection, you know, and they've, they've uh, you know, they do damage to your vehicles and things like that. But, and they warn you and, and you know, black helicopters face to face, like a foot off the ground intimidation runs things like that but you know to me it's like i've already died twice so who cares you know i already know i already know where i'm going you know it's probably the worst thing they could do is to release me from this body you know (laughs) well yes and right so it even if something even if something random and and completely by chance happened to you people would still talk for years about he knew something you know it just you're going to be validated you're going to be a martyr you know, at some oh, point. Yeah. So yeah, that's, they don't want the martyrs. They don't want that. Don't, uh, you know, they, they came and they took these warthogs and I was going to go on Art Bell's show, you know, and these, these two warthogs came right at the ranch and they turned and they lifted up and they showed their armament, you know, under them and everything. And I see him go right over me, like a little intimidation run. And, and, uh, and I was laughing about it. And they go, what's so funny? I go, so how are they going to explain? We just accidentally dropped a bomb on a ranch and killed a whole yeah. bunch of people. But the innocent really civilians. Think, yeah. Do you really think they're going to do that? You know, people were freaking out when it happened. I go, you really think they're going to do that? I go, how are they going to explain that? You know, whoops. Uh, he accidentally released a live uh, bomb you know, on a civilian ranch, you know, so I've never really worried about it. And, uh, and so, I think that's why I'm still here. Plus I have a lot of protection from the higher dimensions. Keep an eye on things. I think that's very much the case. I think, and I think that, I think the intervention in that realm, in that form of, of extra dimensional higher, you know, we're not seeing, you're not seeing somebody like a, like an actual being coming down and and altering things. But on the, we all, we all know everybody, everybody, even if you're in denial, even somebody that doesn't believe in psychic phenomena or ETs, anybody, they still know that these small coincidences are just don't make sense. And we all have, we all have, it. Oh, yeah. we all have our own protection like that. And in the case of you and in the case of me, even I, I look at, yeah. there's been a lot of things that happened over the last five years since I've been speaking publicly where the, you know what I'm saying? The coin could have flipped heads or tails and, yeah. and I would have been in deep trouble. And it's, uh-huh. it's been, it's, it's, I, I, I got to think that I, I never made it this far without help. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there is there is uh, what I've been seeing now is that and what happened to me, it's a long story. I don't want to go into that so much of it. But um, 
seeing the other dimensions, what's going on on the other dimensions and all of that pressing in on the earth right now. And and this dark side, this tyranny program, it's not frequency specific anymore. And being aware of of the forces behind the awakening is is to me totally brings me solace because they're going to pull all these little stunts and all they're going to do is create more karma for themselves. And, and, you know, they might be able to delay the obvious, but there, there's nothing that's going to stop this, you know, whether I'm here or not, it's, it's, it's going to happen. You know, there's, there's no, cause it's Earth's destiny to, to evolve and go to the next level and bring in all these wonderful technologies and every, everything else and join the rest of the universe in peace. That's, that's her destiny and that's where everything is going. But it doesn't mean we're not going to be challenged in between, you know, there's a, on the way, on the way there, you know, there's a lot of challenges. It's, I tell you what, it's like dicey. I'm always, I'm always keeping my, I'm always keeping my eye out for, for good things, for good things that make sense. So yeah. you have, you have a unique perspective because of what, you know, I have a unique perspective because yeah. of what I went through and I kind of, you know what I mean? Like, and I always had that even when, before I had my memories back, I always kind of knew, that things weren't actually how they were presented. And I was kind of an oddball, you know, yeah. and then I always remember the original abduction, the first 30 minutes. And they, they didn't, they didn't erase that. They didn't block that. Uh-huh. So I knew that there was some more, you know, to search for, but I always keep my eye out for, for, uh, I guess, to signs, just signs of, of where we're going. And we yeah. definitely are, we definitely are in the middle of a major shift. You know, you can yeah. tell anybody that's you know, aware, you know, even not so much you talk about the ET subject, but just, you know, the earth on a general, you can see that it's in 10 years, it's going to be nothing like it was 10 years ago. Yeah. I mean, you're right. And re- regardless of any other external thing, we can, you can see that the world right now is in the middle of being reborn into some, some new thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and if you go, if you just want to be left brain science, whatever, you know, the bottom yeah. line is that cosmic rays are off the charts right now. Um, the mm-hmm. whole electromagnetic light spectrum, there's whole new bands in there. They're, we're getting bombarded by 500 pulses of energy. You know, a day used to be like 50. And the Schumann resonance is off the scale. And we, we know we're moving into a highly energized place in space. And, you know, you just tie all that together. Um, that's the foundation, the science, you know, the solar flares and how they affect consciousness and the planet and severe weather and and volcanic activity and earthquakes i mean just you just have to you know get all that data and put it together and you can see there's there's no way you can say we're not going through a massive change you know here on the planet yeah and i'm all hopeful hopeful about it like you, you know the another construct like i talked i spoke earlier about how they make it look like space is far away that travel yeah. to another star is like you know they also there's another construct that everything is good and everything is bad. Yeah. Every story, every television show, every movie, there's a good guy that's always good and a bad guy that's always bad. I say this a lot in interviews because yeah. it's a very hard thing for people to grasp. They don't realize that they subscribe to this consciously. Uh, really, people yeah. don't realize that subconsciously, once somebody's bad, they do something bad. They think that that person is forever evil. Yeah, and that's yeah. not exactly the case that people we walk a fine line every day and you can get into a, you know what I mean? A little road rage and then you're a bad guy to that person, but you're yeah. not a bad guy. And yeah. the powers that be kind of run the same way, even though these are very, when you talk about the cabal and the ones that are practicing say, well, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say a bunch of taboo words, right? Yeah, yeah. But when you think about the ones that are very pretty, pretty evil, 
You know what I mean? These are damaged people. So you can't yeah. call them just pure evil. They're very damaged from the, from their upbringing. There was a culture of, of the ruling elites throughout the history has developed a very um, traumatic culture for their own children and for themselves yeah. to maintain yeah. power. And so these are people that are, yes, they're evil, but they're not completely evil. The same way that anybody that's good, you look at very good people, they're not completely great either. You know, like I'd like to see people temper it and just have a realistic expectation. So when you look at major earth changes that look like they're very bad for us, you know, I'm very optimistic because it makes sense to take care of everybody. Even if you're the most selfish, evil person, it does make sense to have a world a healthy, thriving world to rule over. Yeah. You the, know, uh, that's the case. Yeah. I know in reverse speech, it was really funny because they, they did that on me and they're trying to find out if I was telling the truth or anything. They said, they said I was one of the first people that said everything forward the same as I said backwards, <laughs> you know, that there's a direct link with the subconscious. But wow. um, I know when they used it on certain presidents and tyrants, you know, they just totally busted them. But the one that really got to me, one they did it on on Bush Jr. once, and he kept saying, "Daddy, Daddy, I'll fix it." You know, everything was Daddy, Dad, you know, Daddy, this, Daddy, that, you know, Daddy, I'm sorry, you know, like, and and you look at that and you just go, "Oh my God, this this is a traumatized kid," you know, this this is he's doing everything trying to make Daddy happy. And daddy was not a very good guy, you know, and uh, and and so when you look at this, I always said in the greatest of all tyrants, there's a wounded child there. You know, there's a a program that um, that they need to be and they're just looking for acceptance and approval. And sometimes it's not always with the right person, you know, that they're trying to appease. They should break away from that, you know, and, and find a new hero. You know, absolutely. When you look, especially when you think about really hyper wealthy elites that are still being upset about losing material things when they already can afford everything that they could. Yeah. So there's a there's there's a there's a disease there. You know, there's a there's a disease with that. There's a a trauma that's causing something that doesn't that really isn't necessary. And so that we see people when when they're trying to hoard power or what they're what they're doing. And so we see a lot of a lot of bad decisions being made at the at the top, especially these days. Yeah, but um, it seems like there's a new disease, a new virus out, and it's totally destroyed what I call impeccable integrity and any moral character whatsoever. Right. And uh, it's rampant, you know. And and we we need a big injection of of integrity right now and uh, service to others, you know. I, and, I love the language. Everybody understands it. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, a, a lot of people sub sub out their thinking to the media. Yeah. A lot of people are lazy and they just let the media do their thinking for them, like fast food versus yeah. versus yeah. cooking yeah. your own information, finding your own information and cooking your own meal. And those are the people that we're really having a hard time right now because it's the fast food is really starting to kill them, and yeah. they're starting to figure out that it's not the best thing. And they're they're in denial. Most of, like friends in my life and my personal life that are subscribed to that, that just believe whatever the box tells them. And they they believe the narrative we've been fed. Um, they're having a hard time right now. You know, oh, yeah. uh, at first I was angry about them, you know, be, how could you fall for this? But now I kind of just feel bad because I know that the waking up process is like being startled awake is, is not uh, enjoyable. And I, I can see it happening because right yeah. now, right now we're, a, you know, we're a year in and we're seeing, 
that the, uh, the, the, the promised land was not exactly what was promised. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the, exactly. you know, it's not checking out. And so and the big hard lessons, you know, it's like, I, I had a mass Nazi go after me on the plane uh, recently. And, and, and I just, I looked at her and I go, you know, I do, I don't even know where to start with this person. I mean, she's, she doesn't have any critical thinking. She hasn't done any research and she's totally self-righteous in what she's doing. And, and, uh, and, you know, it's just like, and I thought about it and I go, you know what, I'm just going to pull my mask up a little bit. Cause that's all it's going to take to, to stop this nonsense. And, and, and if I, if I try to educate this person, it's going to create a big stink. They're probably going to throw me off the plane. You know, I already got one strike against me. <laughs> and, uh, and I just thought about it and I said, and then I started feeling sorry for her. I said, you know, I bet she's heavily, you know, you know, and, uh, right. or have, you know, yeah, a lot of people are medicated. Be, and there's going to be consequences to that. And when she, and her wake up call is going to come at a very big price and loss of her own life or relatives or family or something. And, and that's what it's going to take. And like you're saying, we have to have compassion for that because they've got a big, a hard road ahead of them to shock them out of that social engineering. And, uh, and that's what this, we're socially engineered on every level, you know, religion, politics, you know, media, social media, the mainstream media, everything is just a big social engineering program. And, and our whole belief systems are built on that. And, and I always tell people, when you understand what belief mean in the middle of belief is a lie, it's B-E-L-I-E-F, you know, yeah. so there's always a lie in belief. And so I always challenge my own beliefs, you know, it's just like, okay, where'd that come from? You know, where, where did I, I get that, that foundation or that belief system? And, and all these belief systems now are just coming undone. They're, the foundations are falling apart. And, and I, I think it's going to be really hard for people to figure, you know, to adjust to that. They're, I hate to say it, there's going to be a lot of people checking out and a lot of people flipping out and a lot of it's, it's going to get really crazy. And, and it's just the chaos is part of the awakening. It's part of the healing. You know, James, this reminds me of the, the age-old argument of, against disclosing, disclosure about extraterrestrial life. The age-old argument is that people can't handle it. They said the religious people, if we disclose there's aliens right now, there'll be turmoil in the streets. That was what that was a lot of yeah. acad- academics. They really, that was what they believe. They really fed us this. And I think that people can handle the truth, really, no matter how, no matter what, like even me, like, and I, and I'm saying this, like, not because I want to experience it, but I know that there are things probably that I believe that aren't true, that if I found out would be shocking to me, but you know what, I would just, I would just gather myself up, learn what I could and move on and, and be, I'd rather be that person than live a lie. I'd rather be told shocked with the truth and learn it and live and that way carry on my life. And so I think people, like you said, that we are socially engineered, many people in the wrong direction and many people very, uh, very deeply. But yeah. I think that if, if we, we unif- unified front and the pressure came off from, from the powers that be, I think people can handle it. People can oh, yeah. handle a disclosure. They could handle everything that is absolutely true. The only reason for lying is, is just to maintain control. And that's exactly. all it, that's it. Yeah. But people can handle it. Yeah, I think it's funny because I, I, I know a lot of people in very high levels that are were involved in these things. And uh, and they, you know, I, I start asking them questions and they go, 
how'd you know about that? They go, how'd you know about that? And I really realized that these people think nobody knows anything about what they're doing. They think it's all secret. And I said, have you been on the internet lately? Have you even gone outside of your bubble? And, and I go, people know what's good. You may not know all the details. They know what's going on. They, they, they know Roswell was the biggest cover up they've ever seen. And they know, you know, this and this and, I said, come on. I go, you, you know, you guys are, are in your own little bubble, your little niche, and you really don't realize the whole world has moved on. And, That's right. And right. Yeah, and you're still trying to, you know, and, and to me, it's like this thing about, about disclosure and things like that. And the real disclosure is coming out now with the information you guys are bringing out and things like that. But before it was like, they're still working on Roswell, something 70, 100 years ago. And old stories, and they're still trying to go, do UFOs, are they real? Are there ETs? You know, is there? And I watch all these documentaries with the same people on them every time. And I just go, my God, I go, this has been going on for 70 plus years. When? And then they show this fuzzy tic-tac, you know, and and they're going, that's disclosure, this fuzzy tic-tac. I go, we've got ships treetop level coming over, massive ships with 200 witnesses on the ground morphing every color possible <laughs> interacting with the crowds on the ground you know landing and you guys are showing this fuzzy tic tac asking are ufos real and what is this and could there be life yeah and yeah and i go we know we know the guys on the craft we know them by yeah. name we know their cultures you know what they look like and uh and i go come on let's let's go to the next level but they sent yeah, the crap out of us. They won't. They I even, worked worked on yeah. one for twelve years. You know yeah. what I mean? Like out of my time. But the the other thing is that the, that that generation of ufology, the science at the time when they came out, like back in the eighties when you mm-hmm. were, the science was they they said, of course we don't know. There's there can't be life out there because we don't even know if stars have a planet around them. <laughs> science yeah. has to. They said no, really. That was it. Made yeah. sense. They said, well, we can't prove that there's a, even a planet around another star, so we can't come up with a number out of all the stars. Because I, w- I remember saying when I was a kid going, well, there's trillions of stars. There's got to be life all over the place, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And they said, well, we don't know if the stars have planets. So, But nowadays, so those people, so you got that uh, generation of ufology, and they were based on that kind of argument. And yeah. so is there life out there is still very relevant. That was the biggie. But nowadays, since 2000 and I think two, 2001, they discovered exoplanets and then they discovered new ways to find exoplanets. And we got the James Webb telescope. So now they're finding stars. Not only are there planets around all the stars that they figure out to look at, five out of 10, according to academia today, is in the habitable zone. Yeah. So they're like, wow, there's got to be life out there now that, but no, but, but most people in the, in the mainstream are unaware of that it's changed, that science has changed, that they're not really screaming it at us. So the science now is that, I mean, even I'm talking about just the science of the, the purest scientists that, that show me a purest scientist from Missouri that needs to be shown agrees that there's life out there now because of the, they have an amount, they have a, they have a formula from all the planets that are in habitable zones. Yeah. And in reality, from what I remember on my time during my 12 years up there and my three years as a cargo engineer for a ship for the series colony corporation for a Deutsch breakaway civilization, I'll say that. For people that don't know, during my time up there, the number was more like seven out of 10 stars had an Earth-like planet. Mm-hmm. So that's the, when you look at the night sky, we see what, 3,000 stars, or I forget the number, 6,000 stars we can see. Yeah, It's beyond that times trillions. So the, it's yeah. vast. And that's the kind of reality. We have nature extends far beyond the sky. 
and it's more of a jungle in the terms of you could meet a, a fuzzy panda, you could run into an <laughs> orange fruit tree that's yeah. very, very awesome, very beautiful meadow, or you could run into a jaguar. There is, it's, it's all the, the creation of life, the nature extends beyond the sky and throughout the cosmos the same way we experience it here. And mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of, you know, that's just something that people need. They don't want us to know that because we would want to aspire to go join it and they want to hog it to themselves. And that's kind yeah. of, in a nutshell, that's where we're at. I know some of the scientists, I, um, and now now these guys are coming out with this stuff and, and I got in arguments with them and they're saying there's not enough Planck energy to jump dimensions or or reach this planet or do this or do that. And I said, you know, you're thinking physical, moving a big physical object with some kind of rocket or energy we know of today. And I said, there, I said, what about non-physical? I said, why do you have to take this body with you? Why not? If, what if you leave in an etheric body or a light body or whatever else, and you can go to all these other dimensions? And I said, what's the, the Planck energy? We have all the Planck energy we need. It's called the sitting right here. It's the soul. You know, we can go anywhere. And, uh, and now they're starting to realize that and they're actually measuring it and things like that and figuring out you can do that, you know, but, uh, but the, it's, it's just amazing where, I mean, we're in the dark ages as far as social consciousness, but there's other elite people out there that know what's going on and they're aware of it. And I think that's, it's, it's merging now. It's that knowledge is starting to merge. The, the elites have had it all along, to be clear. That's when you look back in history, a lot of it doesn't make sense when you think about no, the way that the rulership happened, but they had this, they had this knowledge all along and they knew yeah. that consciousness was, was valuable for what it was. And they've probably been trading with ETs all along or partially yeah. hi, you know, hybrid um, versions of ETs themselves. I've always, I've often said that when your leaders do something that's inhuman, possibly yeah. maybe they're not human after all maybe they're not even human because there's a lot of things that have happened in history that the person who made the call doesn't see how was very inhumane you know yeah and, oh yeah. yeah and so they might not have even been a human because we have we're just opening our eyes to this possibility that you know not only are is there life up there and that we can interact with them but they may have been down here in inter- well they have been i mean yeah but, yeah but I, I like to word it for people that are skeptical. They may have been down here all along interacting with us and doing inhuman things. But, yeah, uh, we, we know for sure they've been around for 450,000 years and even before that. But, you know, I was telling you, there's so much inhumanity on the planet because there's so much non-human interference. And exactly. there, are, there are beings out there that, like you're saying, could care nothing about us. You know, they don't care about our family, our, our lovers or anything you know it's, it's like uh to, they're just we're just a commodity to them you know a resource like you're saying the orion group regarded us the same the way that we would regard a herd of cows and yeah and so yeah. that doesn't make them evil. you know what i'm saying like i don't point the finger at them and call them evil even though what the you know there is a certain level of how you treat your yeah. cows there's a you know what i'm yeah. saying there's a humanity of their yeah. about that so there's a right way and a wrong way to go about it and uh, they do cross the line in my circumstance they i believe they cross the line yeah but um you know you have to we have to get our heads around this we have to get our heads yeah. away from the good and bad only and we have to be approach things illogical because most of the time good and evil are a matter of perspective you know the cat is evil to the mouse the dog is evil to the cat kind of thing yeah yeah it's just about perspective and these ets have their own perspective and they're going to get away with exploiting us as long as we let them yeah until we wake up 
You know, the way I look at it, there's universal law, you know, and it's pretty basic. And as long as you stay within universal law and and uh, and there are there's flex room in there, you know, <laughs> but uh, um, there's and, you know, to, to me, a, a conscious living, you know, I think when you reach a certain level of consciousness, you shouldn't be treated as meat. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know well, it I mean, that's just one way of looking at it. It might even be lower levels to that, you know, but I know one. See, a lot of people don't realize a lot of the llamas eat meat and uh, Native Americans eat meat and things like that. But it's a very spiritual They're They're so grateful for it. They they bless the, the soul and, and uh, there's gratitude and, and they understand about the circle of life, you know. And, you know, I'm saying some someday, you know, uh, I'm going to be feeding the grass. It's going to be feeding the the deer that, you know, you know, you can go on and on and just say it's a circle. It's it's continuous, you know. But uh, it's, it's how you do it and your consciousness around what you're doing, you know, and and, uh, and now I can, you know, I was raised in a hunting family when I was a kid and uh, and plus my grandmother's Native American. And and so it's it's kind of like a different mindset. But at the same time, now I couldn't do it. You know, now I like hand feed the deer, you know, now, you know, it's like they come right up to me. They know I'm, they're not, you know, I'm not going to do anything. And so I had a squirrel sitting on my on my knee yesterday i was sitting there meditating a little squirrel jumped up on my knee it's just sitting there looking at me you know and i've had that happen so many times because they they know they feel your energy you know and they they want to they want to connect with it you know but uh but it's kind of interesting how it, it's all about evolution and perspective like you're saying and reference points and and evolution and people are at different levels of evolution and and we're not here to judge it but you know, big reptilian comes to me and says, I'm his dinner. We might have a different, we might have a different opinion, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And his perspective, he's hungry. Uh, you know, so I'm not trying to defend them for what they are. I just, that people need to just be mindful of that reality. Yeah. You know, because a lot of, I think, especially in UFOlogy, there's a lot of people want to throw a blanket of they're evil. These people are evil. Those people are good. Because the people that are good aren't necessarily always got looking out for your best interest either. Oh yeah, exactly. And so that you know you that uh, and it comes back to you have to be responsible for yourself. I um, talked on a show once and talked about um, being a, a vegetarian and a meat eater, and I got in big trouble. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, yeah. I went to a conference and somebody's like, "I saw that show and I'm a vegetarian. How dare you?" And uh, oh, yeah. you know, I, 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 I don't, got in big trouble there too. I think that the subject needs to be talked about a lot more. I think that at both sides kind of are don't have all the info you know well the dalai lama eats meat you know six Mm -hmm. months out of the year eats meat and and so you know people don't realize that they they had all these llamas come here and they did all these beautiful sand paintings and after they're done they went to mcdonald's everybody (laughs) just freaked out you know and they said well you just bless whatever's given to you and you you know it's all energy and it's all they said we're sorry if we offended you you know but we we heard stories about McDonald's and we wanted to have the experience, you know, we wanted to see wow. what it was, you know, I don't know what their experience was, but uh, I didn't, I didn't even know what's in McDonald's. I'm not, I wouldn't even go there anymore. Yeah. I wouldn't even call it meat anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, but anyway, it, it is, we have to change our, our perspective. You know, I know people that are, and I can't mention names, but I know people that are actually dying because they're not getting certain things in their system. And, right. and to rebuild their system and they refuse to do it because it's an animal product. Mm. And, I, and I go, you're an animal. You know, you, yeah, you're, we're, you're, you're, you're also an, an omnivore. 
Yeah, you're an omnivore, you're an animal. You have to realize that that animal to rebuild itself is going to need animal products sometimes. And and uh, and if you don't understand that and realize that, and they're going, oh, no, I, I, I can only eat vegetables. I can't. Now, I, now oh. I remember what got me in trouble. Sorry, you know. Now I remember what got me in trouble in that interview. And I said that, you know, plants don't enjoy being killed either. True. I and mean, I said, you know, when you, you pull it out. That's right. And so the plants, just because they live at a different speed and possibly a different level of consciousness, they're, everything you eat is alive at some point. Yeah. And so life, life need requires life to keep living. And yeah. so there, like you said, there's a right and a wrong way to do it. And there's a respectful and a disrespectful way to do it. Yeah. And you actually disrespect yourself and your own body and everything you ever ate before by eating bad things. You yeah. know what I mean? Like in, in, when you really want to look at it that way, but you know, I, I, I've said that before I sat in uh, a car <laughs> with all veg, all vegans, <laughs> So I said, yeah. the, the plant doesn't enjoy you chewing on it uh, either when you pick, yeah. you know what I mean? I was like, what are you talking about? You know, a snake it eats live things. Yeah. Like a snake will eat a mouse, but it only eats once a month. A, uh, a, an, an herbivore eats all day long every day. It's possibly the same amount of life. Yeah. You get what yeah. I mean? At the end of the trail. So it eats all, an herbivore eats all day long every day. And a certain um, predators, they, don't, they eat very rarely. So uh, yeah, well, it's, tell you, hard, it's hard to describe. It's yeah. I'm going to get myself in trouble here again, James. <laughs> I want to stop. Yeah, I'll get you out of it. I'll tell you how to get out of that one. <laughs> Basically, if you hook a Bose meter up to a plant, like a carrot or whatever else, and you pull it out of the ground, you can actually hear it scream. You know, it they they're not happy with that, and this is going to upset some people. They have a consciousness. They're self aware. They're aware of the other plants around them. So if you if you go into uh, a place where there's all these plants and they have these bose meters attached to them. You take one of the plants out, rip it up, throw it on the ground and stomp on it and walk out. If you put 10 people through there, they will finger the guy that did that. They will just go. Oh, crazy. Wow. Oh, and wow. when that guy comes back again, they're like, Oh shit, he's back. You know, he's back, you know, so, so they're conscious, you know, and they're communicating and they're not happy when they're pulled out of the ground. And, and so I think if you talk to it and you say, Hey, you know, I need to survive and we need to have, make a beautiful salad. Thank you for your offering, you know, and things like it, you know, it'll, it'll be really easy to come out of the ground. It'll go along with you. And, and, and the same with the animals, but uh, a lot of people are going to get upset about this, but it, it uh, consciousness, even a rock is conscious, right. you know, it's aware of itself. And that's a hard one for people to understand. It's not, you know, the the atom is life. The life, everything, consciousness is in the atom. You know, so uh, you know, and, you know we, it's like that that moment in the Matrix when Neo looked and everything was code. He he enlightened yeah. at that point, and that was respect. That was respect of what's what's it is reality is that literally everything is a consciousness. Yeah, it's made out of that. All everything around you, and I kind of had that experience. To, you know, just think, just dwelling on the fact because, and maybe it was because of this conversation that I had long ago, the same exact thing we're talking about that, yeah. you know, you have to have respect for everything, even the plants. It's all the same to me. It's all, and nothing dies too. I mean, nothing dies. Even your body, when you die, your soul moves on and the body just disassembles itself from a complex structure back to the atom. And, and then it reassembles itself again later. And then the soul comes back in. So, so nothing dies. It's, it, it just reassembles itself. It changes structure. That's, 
it's just changing form. That's all that's going on. Something that nobody wants to talk about in the spiritual community is that when you talk about reincarnation, you're always going to reincarnate as something better. I don't feel that I'm done being a cat. I feel that I could reincarnate and be something because it's all the same thing. I could go live other lifetimes as, as a lower, like, excuse me, what we call a lower life form. Um, I would, I, I don't think I'm done incarnating and I don't think I'm only going to be a human or better. I think I could incarnate and be something else, a cat or a dog. And I'd be fine with that. Or a humanoid feeline. (laughs) Or humanoid feeling. Right. They're they're beautiful. I love those guys. I've, I've connected with them before. The um, God, there's so many different directions we can go with this, but uh, uh, it's uh, I wanted to get, you know, I know a lot of people, I think it's, it's important just read the book if they want to know your life story and everything. But I wanted to cover a little bit about that and uh, about some of the things, you know, you've experienced and uh, you've t- covered a little bit about that, you know, that we're not alone, that there are all these other things. But um, these bases I'm wondering about kind of an update on what you've been getting as far as these uh, uh, bases and what's happening and the transitions going on, you know, between the, uh, the, whatever you call them, this, the, the, uh, well, there's the earth Alliance, you know, and then you have the Federation, I guess, of worlds or whatever. And then you have uh, all these different groups and, and we've been getting that, that, uh, that the space force or the earth alliance, whatever you want to call it is like pretty much clean, cleaned out. I mean, there's just a small little factions here and there. It's like whack-a-mole that pop up and the dark fleet's pretty much taken out. I mean, there's, there's probably some of that here and there popping up, but it's not totally cleaned up. There's still like whack-a-mole going on. There's still a dumb here, a dumb there uh, getting cleaned out. Um, um, but I'm curious on your perspective as far as, as what do you feel? So, so that's one of those things. Remember I said, I keep my eye out for information that may, um, that I might recognize that somebody else might not. I still have my, I still have my eye out for that because I looked yeah. at some things. There's a lot of, we're seeing a lot of developments that confirm this. So mm-hmm. in order to join, so I was aware. And when I was worked for Ceres Colony Corp, on the series planetoid in between Mars and the asteroid belt. Uh, I'm just speaking out to people that are unfamiliar with my story. I was aware they were aware and we were all aware that um, species when they become spacefaring need a sponsor. In other words, if we go from the industrial age and build a spaceship and go into space, we're quickly going to be dominated by fleets and, 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 organizations of many different worlds band together and they just have Mm -hmm. a a better military presence, a better spiritual presence, more advancement. They have, you have to have a sponsor for one of these organizations. And there are many, many to, they're not just one or two. There's not just good guys and bad guys or not just the Orion group and the Pleiadians. So there are many different sponsors. And I think that we're seeing competition. So in the beginning, we had a real war, we had a warfare going on when we had the missile thing in Hawaii. Yeah. we had there were there were many things going on that were bubbling to the surface they were warring now i think that's settled down and i think we're seeing competition over who wants what sponsor between the governments we're seeing what's going on in asia and russia right now there's some real revolution in the financial the way that i'm watching the way that they're dealing with crypto right now very hopeful for crypto technology cryptocurrency i think is a good thing and I'm very hopeful, but they're starting to ban it because it, it does liberate people financially. Crypto mm-hmm. is an asset that must go gain value. And the finances that we have had are an asset that must lose value. 
the dollar. Yeah. So they're starting to ban that. We're seeing we're seeing a real we're seeing a real tug of war. And what they're doing is setting the tone for the world to come after a disclosure. And yeah. we're also yeah. seeing one in order to join any of the to sponsors, the world has to be um, much more energy efficient. We've got to be off the off the fossil fuels. And we're really seeing a push towards that. So both sides want that or three sides, five sides that are working yeah. behind the scenes against each other for in particular spot. They're all working towards a energy revolution that's going to get us away from fossil fuels, away from gas driven motors. And so that way we can interact and we can start getting free energy. So right. the other, the other thing you were talking about earlier, the guy with the plank energy about the, the making wormholes, that's, that's important because the entire name of the game for our ships, the classification of our ship was based on power output. So they were getting, and the ones mm-hmm. that were battleships were actually getting their power. They had free energy, but they didn't, they only have so much output. How many, you know, free energy is no good if it only charges a cell phone battery and it's a giant yeah. size of a building. That's the, and if it's free energy, it's in, it's oh, efficient. Yeah. Yeah. So they were getting free energy of ships that could put out massive amounts of power and make a, make a wormhole and jumps great distances. And the more power it had, the farther it could go. Yeah. So that was really the name of the game. And we will get to the point where we have free energy and that's going to take battery powered doohickeys. Like, you know, instead of your gas powered thing, it's going to be a battery powered thing. And we're seeing that this is something tangible yeah. that supports that. As far as real information, I, I you know, what happened to me, I, I'm a, I'm a dinosaur in, in the SSP. So what happened to me yeah. was I was taken in 1980. I went, I was up there until 2000 and then put back and I got my memories back in 2015. So everything that I remember is history and what's been happening. Yeah. I've kind of been on the sidelines watching like the rest of us. And some people have really come forward with great information. I really, I don't see any red flags with what I'm hearing out of people that are talking about the Federation coming in. And a lot of it makes yeah. perfect sense, but I don't have the confirmation that we don't. And, you know, mm-hmm. so I just, I kind of say that uh, it looks good, but I don't trust, but verify kind of thing. And so I don't yeah, have any yeah. kind of, I'm very hopeful, but I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm also very, very, I don't want to say skeptical, but I'm also very cautious to let my guard down, you know, spiritually yeah. and with everything, because there are people that want to, because we are valuable. That's the thing. Yeah. We as but a species discernment, are discernment very valuable. is unnecessary right now, the spiritual discernment and, you know, and, and, you know, er, I think the people that are saying everything is done, don't worry about it. You don't have to do anything. You know, everything's going to be taken care of. Watch out for that. Oh, and yeah, uh, yeah. And if everything, everything is bad and we're all doomed and we're all, watch out for that too. It's something, something in the middle, you know, that's, yeah. that's unfolding. I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. It, right. It's about personal responsibility. You know, if we're going to bring heaven to earth, we have to play our part and, and do our thing. The, uh, I hit the end of the hour. Unfortunately, I can feel. That was quick. Huh? We, doing we didn't even thing, talk you know? about my book. See, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm happy we went that way. Cause I usually yeah. tell the same story again and again, it's the same thing. So, well, you know what we are going to do is have everybody get your book. So how, how do people get a hold of your book or contact so, you? So what, it's on Amazon, it's series colony Cavalier and people are putting in the search on Amazon. It's not coming up mm. for whatever reason. I don't know if I got to market it or plugged it in wrong. I don't know. But if you go to a regular old Google prompt, Google or DuckDuckGo and put in series colony Cavalier, It'll come up and go to the Amazon link. The other one is on my website, TonyRodRiggs.com. There's a link there that goes straight to Amazon US. So for people that are overseas, we'll get there's a there's a bunch of other UK and whatever, but yeah. TonyRodRiggs.com. It's Rodriggs with an S. There's a link there to get to the Amazon link. But if you go to Google and search Series Colony um, Cavalier, it should come up. It's a it's number one. 
I think we're going on the fourth week with number one in its category, and it's uh, it's done way better than I thought. It's a good book. I could have not done it had I not had magnificent, stellar people helping me, Jackie Kenner and Andalera and mm-hmm. Alex Murphy. There's been a lot of people that have helped me with this book. I could have not. It was very painful, torturous to write okay. it and re and relive the book. And it's not a PG book by any means. It's a rated <laughs> R book. It's very, yeah, very yeah. triggering to people. It's very traumatic. There's a lot of trauma. Yeah. I've had people that have reached out to me and said they, you know, cried and cried after reading it. So um, mostly people are congratulating me. They write the book and can't put it down or they read the book, can't put it down. So yeah. it's done well. Awesome. Hey, well, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show and sharing your story. I mean, it really needs to get out there and, you know, so we can understand what's been going on so we can go to the next level and, and uh, you know, kind of evolve out of this old, old program. But uh, again, keep up the great work. And uh, if you have any updates, let us know. And we'll get you back on the show. And great interview. Awesome. Thank you, James. Great to meet you. And uh, the secrecy is how they got away with it. So keep talking yeah. about it. Keep Everybody, right. that's what the book is about. Just talk about it. That's it. Yeah. All right, folks. We're out of time, unfortunately. It's James Gillen with As You Wish Talk Radio signing off. Have a great evening. Keep an open mind, loving heart, pure intent. And don't get into all the division and drama games. You know, just do your own critical thinking and your own research. Anyway, have a great evening. Good night.